Let's go. All right, Marky, episode 49. We're here at the beautiful Potter's Field. We are joined by L2T alumni Michael O'Neill and our next guest, Mike Bean, a nightclub owner, <laughs> Harris Fleet, Fleetlings. Harris Fleetlings. That's my bus riding name. So Mike was Harris a, Fleetlings, yeah. So <laughs> Mike was a bus driver, and he also worked at Stinky, so we'll get into all that bar buffoonery. All right, Mike. What did you want to do when you grew up, Mike? I wanted to own a bar. <laughs> so I it's swear to God, yeah, uh, so I did. My father and we, we I, my father told me how much money to have in the bank, and, and then that all fell by the wayside once I wanted cars and shit and started drinking. That was so all dreams out the do come true. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you. It's like make a wish. Yeah. So, but uh, yeah, I mean that's what ended up happening with in pot or and just. Be bartending at Stanky's all those years is just a blur, but well worth it. Yeah. I mean, God, I mean, you can't write that place off. <laughs> you can't. There, there's just too much. Yeah, you know, that's funny that you mentioned Make-A-Wish because I went down to Mike's condo down in Florida and being, this is after my stroke, and everyone was calling it the Make-A-Wish room. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I fell and broke my ribs at Molly's. So, yeah. so we talk about working for the NFTA, the bus driver. That kind of had you uh, seasoned. Oh my God! In order to deal with people, I guess at the bars, huh? Oh my God! Yeah, I mean, um, I can remember like uh, driving East Judica at night. I'm 23 years old. Everyone's getting stoned on the bus, right? The whole bus is low, and you know they got the babies on their knees and. <laughs> And you're like, oh, my God, I'm going to die over here. There's no way I'm going to survive this, you know. And then I got to know them all. You got to know everybody. And we're all friends and stuff. You know, I mean, like that, I, they needed me to get to get to places. And, it, I mean, it was just an education that you could never It was uh, nice imagine. when they came over for dinner, wasn't it? Yeah, 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 yeah. And, I, I mean, um, um, just like the, I, by the end of it all, I knew every crazy person in the world. You know, you'd be like, no, Holly, not today. We're not doing this. We're not doing this. Just take the craziness somewhere else. We're not doing it. There's no way. Yeah, you're you my know? bus driver to ECC. I, I remember. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I mean, um, great job. I never had any really close calls, but God, a lot of, um, I mean, I can think of, I was thinking the other day of all these stories. That are gonna, now they don't come to me. Um, Someone said you saved a baby. Yeah, that was, um. <laughs> like six years ago and i was driving down sonica so i look over to the right and it's kind of warm it's february and i see this little girl coming up the street in um skidoo boots or uh, snowmobile boots and a diaper and i'm like she's by herself right <laughs> so i'm like oh my god so i pull the bus over and i run across the street she's already across the street you know and I like I told everyone I risked my life and dodging, <laughs> dodging cars and everything, you know. And then um, I go over and grab her. So put her on the bus. She's running up and down, a pretty little girl. And all of a sudden, I'm like, who, who's gonna claim this child? You know, I mean, where, where? So anyway, uh, so the cops come, and then next thing you know, they're calling me. You know, you know, take a picture. I'm like, come on, seriously? I mean. Uh, all you could think is like that if uh, you didn't do how could you not do that with a right. little girl walking across the right. street right so they wanted to do all this big thing about it and then all of a sudden that guy um they called him big country he some woman was like jumping off a bridge and like my picture was on the wall it was like <laughs> uh thanks mike for going the extra mile and everything else you know and 
and uh, everybody, yeah, yeah, and I was, and everyone was like, to some of the guys at work were like, that's a little much, isn't it? I mean, it's been, a month. it's been a month, and it's been standing up there, and I'm like, yeah, I'm getting sick of looking at myself, too. So he saves a woman from jumping off the bridge. I get, not, not minutes later, my, my picture's off the wall. He's up there. Right? Not only do they take it the extra mile, they put him all over the bus shelters. Yeah. Uh, Trump gives him a, t- Trump gave him 10 grand. No so, way. That's why I hate Trump so much. <laughs> Yeah, we're yeah. going to stay away from politics. Yeah, 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 yeah. well, that's the first and last yeah. time we'll mention him. But uh, Hey, didn't you uh, receive an award that you only had for a couple of days? Which one was that? Remember, you got an award, and then you, didn't you do something at work, and they rescinded it? <laughs> yeah, they took it back. <laughs> yeah. They, they, they had to look into it. They, someone gave me, like, uh, an accommodation, and then they took the tape out, and they're like, yeah, never mind, you're not getting that. <laughs> <laughs> you, you never did it. <laughs> All right. You would have accepted, though, right? Yeah, yeah. 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 I mean, I, I, 34 years of driving the bus, four times someone uh, called in and said, you know, he's doing a good job. <laughs> My, I, I always said that, you know, if um, you don't speak to me, I'm not speaking to you. So uh, that, that's the way I did it. But See, but the, the, this whole NFTA thing, that goes back to, like, uh, the Jimmy Griffin, how, like, he tore up Main Street, like you said. Yeah. He was like, I th- I'm going to give people jobs. So, yeah. so people think that it ruined something, but no, you're a product of, uh, of of what happened there. There was so much work, so much over. I could You could write your own check. Some of those guys, like Bob Ryan and all them, that worked a ton of overtime, they lived there. They were making about eighty, ninety thousand dollars $90,000 a year driving the bus. I mean, if you could handle, so I always thought that if someone has B.O., it should be, uh, you should be put in jail. I think if you have B.O., it should be like a federal offense. Half the time, you just pretended you were driving the monorail at uh, Disney World. That's you know? not the Magic Kingdom, you know. So, but, I mean, stuff like that was just great. People talking or screaming at each other. I didn't tell you anything. Or um, oh, one story. And it was like near the end. I was losing my mind. And I'm driving down Sonica and flying. It's my last trip. I get the Geary. Girl gets on. Um, I'd like to go downtown, please. I go, okay. Uh, day pass? Yes? Okay. So I look. She's gone. Right? And I'm like, I'm, I'm just like a half hour from freedom. You know? And so I'm like, no, 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 no. So I just start flying. So now I get to Babcock. Yeah. And there's this guy. He preaches while he's on the bus. And he's been doing it for months. And every time he gets on, my fingers go like almost cut into my hand, holding on to just to, not to say anything to him. So that day he gets on and he puts the bike on. And he goes, let's talk about the beautiful blue sky that God gave us today. And that was it. I was like, no, we're not. No, no. we're not doing it. Can't do it. I can't do it anymore. I swear to God, I can't handle this anymore. I can't do it. You've you, you got to stop. And then the guy in the back goes, that's right. I am so sick of you shoving God down our goddamn throat every day. And then I go, see? See, nobody likes it. Right? And he goes, hogwash, hogwash, all the way downtown. Right? And I'm like, well, you're not. You need me more than I need you. So this is the end of it. Right? So he gets off, and I drop him off, and I'm driving along, and then you get to Adam's Mark, and you pull in over that way, right? So I light a cigarette up, and I'm like, what a career choice. You, know? <laughs> you could have been a fireman. All you had to do was stay sober one weekend and maybe pass a test. I'm talking about You could have been a cop. You could have done anything. And all of a sudden, you know, I get off, and I pull in the garage, and this uh, guy, uh, uh, Jimmy, used to wait for me because I had the brand-new bus every day. 
used to bribe the uh, booker, the guy that wrote it out. I'd give him uh, uh, the, the new newspaper every day, get the new brand new books. So what you call it? I pull in and I go, hey, what's up? He goes, I go, get me off this garbage truck. I can't handle it anymore. Everyone's driving me crazy. It, it sucks. And he goes, okay, okay, take it easy, take it easy. He goes, uh, who's she? That girl that asked me for the day pass was sitting behind me. I never knew it. <laughs> so she's listening to me scream and yell the whole time. And I turn around and I go, at what point were you going to say, where are you taking me? <laughs> I mean, I'm basically, this is a kidnapping. You know what I mean? So, and so she goes, I didn't know. It's the first time on the bus. I go, obviously. And then she goes, um, I, she goes I go, where are you going? Galleria Mall. And now I'm in the bus, you know, all the, uh, in the garage. I'm like, this ain't it. This ain't the Galleria. So the guy goes, uh, nice guy. I miss him. He says, uh, what you call it, Mike? Go on to your bar. You need to get drunk. And he goes, I'll take her downtown. I and mean, it's like, just shit like that all the time, you know? But it was, I mean, you look back on it, you laugh your ass off. But, but while you're doing it, you're like, I should have had a heart attack at some point. So you're worried Scream. about the AFib now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I don't even need the bus and I get AFib. But I mean, it was fine. I mean, like that um, Paulus Garcel, the Harris Fleetlink. Yeah. Know, sitting there driving around saying, hey, how's it going today, Harris? And you're like, who, who, what? Harris, you're, obviously your name's punched in the machine here. Harris Fleetlinks. So I started telling anyone call me Harris. You know, <laughs> that Mr. was Mr. the Fleet name of the radio. Yeah, that was yeah. the name of the radio. Was it the on every bus? Yeah, yeah, yeah. every every bus. <laughs> there, were, there were like 600 Harris Fleetlinks working. <laughs> And Harris you, was working yesterday. Yeah. <laughs> you must have got a great workout going on Sunday Street over the years, rolling your eyes. Oh, God. I mean, it was, I always wore the mirror sunglasses. So, because I mean, I couldn't fight my way out of a paper bag, and that's all I did all day long was, oh, my. How, the ones that used to kill me were the ones that get on and say, what day is it? And you're like, I want to be you so bad. I just want to be you. I don't want to know what day it is. Yeah, right. So, yeah. <laughs> oh. Well, you talk about fighting. I, in my research, you've won two fights in your life. What? Yeah, one was with um, Thomas Vivian. He was 12 years old. Yeah. <laughs> oh. I crushed him. Yeah. The kid, not the father. <laughs> yeah. Like he was, he was in his 50s yeah, when he fought him. Yeah, huh. yeah. He got really bold with me, so oh. I crushed him. <laughs> and then uh, what you call it, uh, Al Gaglia. Yeah. Oh. Al Gaglia, and I hit him in his weak spot. What was his weak spot? <laughs> his stomach. <laughs> And that was like a freak accident that I connected. And, uh, at, at what point do you, do you meet uh, the, the alumni here, Michael O'Neill? These guys, well, Stankies was famous for that. You, once the uh, one crowd gets older, the new crowd comes in. I'm riding with Mike Muldarek. We're going downtown. We're going to do our afternoon fling, you know, and um, look over. And there's this 1967 gorgeous car convertible. I mean, mint, cherry. And I look over, and these guys have no, like, it looks like they're naked. <laughs> you, know, I, I, you look over, and they're, and they're all shiny and shit, right? And I'm like, I go to Mike Mulderick, I go, that's that O'Neill kid, isn't it? And he goes, yeah. He goes, why are they all shiny and shit? I go, well, that's, I go, so, I go, oh, my God. So that was, like, the way it hit it off. Next time I seen him, I go, well, what the hell are you doing? What, I, Crisco oil. They were putting Crisco on. You think I could have cooked themselves or something? So oh, and then yeah, yeah. oh yeah, yeah, to get yeah. Oh, yeah, and then and the other one was he come in and uh, back, I mean it was like well you know God's gift to women back then. And the, 
the hairdo and everything. And uh, <laughs> he comes in with these pants. And they were like, the I dream of genie pants. They had like elastic on them. I'm like, what? Are you going to come out of like a jar or something? What's going on with those pants? You He'll know? never let me go with oh, those pants. It was crazy. I just kept on staring at him. Like, I can't believe you put those on. Like, you know, like you're oh five years God. old and you got the little elastic thing. So this, they won't is, move and this shit. is how our friendship has been from the inception. Uh, we, we torture each other. Oh, so. yeah. Was <laughs> this is how it goes. It's beautiful. And then you're like little, uh, like, um, what was it, about a month ago, we had a little fight. Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. No, don't we, call me anymore. Yeah. That's enough. I've had enough of you. He tells you're me an idiot. What, he tells me we're broken up. Yeah, that's we're, it. I'm done with we're, you. We're, we're broken up. <laughs> Break up with everybody. In my research also, I, you worked at some parking garages. That yeah. was the hustle back in the day in the city, <laughs> yeah. huh? Yeah, that was like, there were like 12 of us working there. I never paid for lunch in like 12 years down there. I know it's seven years, seven years. <laughs> And then anytime um, there was always a cop parking that you knew, and like whenever you like got pulled over by someone, it'd be one of these guys, and then they'd get in the car, drive us back to South Buff. Now stay here, you know. <laughs> <laughs> you, now you, we don't want to see you downtown again, you guys. You know, like everyone like drooling on themselves. And then I mean that was great. Seven years down there, and just got to know everybody. Now I I've heard I don't know if you're gonna tell this story but you you're a shapeshifter you shaped it into a dog that passed away and called somebody from these uh, these parking ramp little boxes that you would stay in do you remember this story no no Clancy oh boy oh boy oh, I could get I could get killed for that one well just Kill use me. my buddy Al. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So. so you were working at one booth, correct? Yes. And, um, you know, we used to leave downtown and go to Jimmy's. The, the hot dog joint? Yeah. It yeah. was like they're, uh, where the Mariner Center is now on Abbott. Yeah. I mean, we've lived in there. Everyone go. just So anyway, um, go there, eat, me and Dom Cello, and we're driving back. And coming down Cumberland and see Al backing out of his driveway and you know, Clancy's, and I had just sold my car to him. I had a new car, and he bought my used car. So it backs up, and all of a sudden, there's the tail under the tire, right? And oh, Dom Chell is like, oh, my God, he just ran over the dog. Huh? And he's just flipping, flipping. He's flipping out and everything, and we're like, you know. What, 18 years old, 20 years old? We're laughing our ass off. Right? <laughs> he killed his dog? Uh, yeah. It was Clancy. So, oh, my God. Uh, <laughs> anyway, so we get downtown, and I go to my lot. I'm at uh, Jack Seller on Pearl and Swan, and he's over behind A&A's, right? Uh, and so he's working. He went, went back to work. After right? his dog died. Yeah, yeah. And so I called over there. And he answered the phone. I said, is Clancy there? <laughs> and what you call it? <laughs> All of a sudden, I mean, oh they had God. those phones, like, with the long cord on them. And you could, like, walk around, you know, taking people. Yeah, yeah, okay, five minutes. And then, and all of a sudden, I heard the phone. Or I could just hear the phone, like, bouncing off the wall. And I'm like, oh, shit, he's headed over here. Yeah. He's coming over here. He's yeah. definitely headed to my way, you know. And then I seen him. He's coming down, like, um. Uh, what was it? Swan. Yeah, Swan Street. And he's, 
And now you're going to, like, you know when your father used to beat the shit out of you? Like, no, daddy, no. No. No, he's coming at me. I'm like, oh, no, my God. Oh, no, my God. I can't even believe what I'm going to get out of this. You stupid ass. You should have never said anything. So they were cutting the grass around the booth uh, at, uh, you know, you sat in waiting for people to come in. So he comes up. He shuts the door. He puts a screwdriver and he pours the gasoline around and starts the thing on fire. <laughs> I'm in the booth like this, like this. And he's, he just chugs away, right? And all of a sudden, oh a God. guy pulls in like two seconds later, right? Takes his thing, goes, a friend of yours? I go, he used to be. <laughs> and yeah, uh, he, uh, what you call We didn't talk for about a month. <laughs> so that, you were in the booth and it was surrounded by fire. Yeah, well, he puts the gasoline around and I mean, it burnt out. But yeah. like, it was in flames for a little yeah. bit. You know, a little nervous there, but yeah, that's a good you know, little yeah, nervous. Oh my god, yeah. I mean, and and then used to send cards to him all the time. You know, thinking of you, Clancy. Shit like that. <laughs> you know, he would send them to me for, like for Christmas. I mean, Tommy. That one same of the best friends I've ever had yeah. in my life. That same family started fucking with you with sending letters too. Oh my didn't god, they? I was getting these. <laughs> I was getting these yeah. letters in the mail. And it, it had the uh, uh, the pentagram and goat's heads, and uh, there was a picture of Donnie Melinda's head cut off, and uh, it was all kinds of satanic things. And I was I was freaking out. Now I'm going to Stanky's to work, and I'm telling people, and I'm showing them the letter. And when I would turn around, I turned back, and people were snickering, and I'm, I'm wondering what's going on. Well, I get home from work one day from, <clears throat> excuse me, uh, my building inspector job, and as I uh, pull into my driveway, I see the other member of that family walking out of my driveway, and he started saying to me, oh, yeah, I stopped by wondering if you wanted to go golfing, <laughs> and now yeah, he goes, oh, I'll see you later, and as he, he leaves, I'm walking in the house, I stop in the mailbox, and I've got another satanic letter. I was like, it's son of a bitch. <laughs> he, he even got his kid in on it. Oh, yeah. 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 That, then his giant kid comes in stanky. <laughs> so yeah. Billy Jr. Yeah, Billy Jr. comes in. Uh, oh, by the way, I was part of that. <laughs> that was, they um, just loved to torture me. Um, uh, he used to put uh, the nude uh, women in Tommy's gas tank. Like when you know, he'd take you go to the guy, fill it up, yeah. and have it open up, and it'd be like this fat, fat lady, like standing next to the gas thing, you know. Uh, what was he? He put him underneath yeah. his um, windshield wiper, and then Joanne would have to move yeah. the truck in the morning. Uh, yeah, there was. Brother was here last night. I'll <laughs> tell you what, there was something in the water on Cumberland because. Yeah. Uh, that they're a little screwy. Oh they were they <laughs> love were, them to death. Oh my God! You used to spend every weekend yeah, there. His yeah. parents went away every weekend to like the horses. And oh yeah, were, those parties yeah. were nice yeah, over there, yeah, wasn't yeah. it? Yeah. Mom yeah. and dad would go to Hawaii. Oh, yeah, they were the best. And it turned into like uh, Animal yeah. House. Right. Yeah. 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 You're you're starting to work at the world famous Stinky's Cafe in 1979. You're 18 years old, kind of like I was. Yeah. Were definitely. you a nice kid too before you got there? Just about. Yeah. Yeah. Me too. <laughs> Great yeah. what that place did. Yeah, it, it was. It was. Yeah. It was, and then it was like anyone, anyone that came in there that was an outsider. Oh yeah. The, 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 Get him out of here. Everything just yeah. stopped. Yeah. And you just looked. You're like, 
You have no business being here. <laughs> uh, Jimmy, I really liked your comment on your one episode where you said that you were brought up by the banditos. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> There's two of them right here. <laughs> the first time I ever met Mike, he brings in an elected official. I really didn't know him. I knew of him. And I knew that he was like the he was like the wheel man for the fucking mob. This guy, <laughs> yeah. So you know, he obviously respect him. And he's like, you know, anyone here? And I was like, no, I just got here. He goes, well, anyone I don't know, get him the fuck out. Of here. <laughs> but I didn't know who he knew, so I was trying to kick people out that he really knew. They're like, no, I get to stay here. Sorry. That was a good night. I'll tell you, it was a very special place. Oh my god! I mean, Ronnie. Remember when he would go into that I'm broke stuff? Oh, my God. And then he would, like, chop a bar of ivory liquid or ivory, <laughs> ivory soap at one half in the men's and one's in the woman. Yeah. <laughs> and he had no shame. Oh, no yeah. shame. Yeah. Oh, no. You could come out with the thing. What's yeah. this? Yeah. I am. You know nothing about the gin mill kid. You could fit them. <laughs> yeah, you would fit them together like a puzzle. Yeah. With two, yeah. You're breaking pieces of soap in half. <laughs> and all the... All the, the reading glasses from, like, uh, Rite Aid yeah. that were, like, two bucks. That was one of those places where you went in and you came out. It was still light out. Yeah, oh, like, yeah. Which day is this? <laughs> where, where are we going? You know? Where are we going to go till it's dark out, like a oh, bunch of vampires? How about the tenants that Ronnie always had upstairs? Oh, my God. But the, he killed that whole family. <laughs> They're all dead. Right? The, the Don, yeah. what is it? Donovan. 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 Yeah. Donovan. Well, the first one was Slick. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Dead. 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 And then the second one was a guy who wore a little leather hat. He looked like something from, like, the Bowery Boys. He, who, Artie? No, Artie was after. Oh, yeah. Artie was, uh, he never died up there. Oh, no? He's the first one to come out he of there made alive. He out. Um, what was it? The, it was another Donovan. Kevin. Kevin. Kevin, yes. yeah. And, he, they, and they only used it for sleep because then they go next door. Uh, yeah, oh, yeah, they right, go right, next yeah. Door to, uh, um, Smoke crack. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> and then Jack. Jack ah, Jack's dying. Um, yeah, Jack died up. But um, uh, what you call it? Uh, Jack used to ride the bus. And when I pull up, he'd be going down to get his, his whatever, his monthly stipend or whatever he was getting. And then we'd pull up to the bus, and he'd come up to the door, and I'd shut it and move a little further. <laughs> so he, he, he's screaming, you asshole, open the goddamn door. <laughs> when he crossed his legs, you didn't know which one was his right and his left because oh, he's so no. skinny. Yeah. 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 No, yeah. you never knew. He looked like one of those things from, like, the, uh, the puppet with a little rope oh. on him. You could yeah, move him around. <laughs> it, they were all so brittle. And then it just, it was their job. Oh, that's yeah, what they I know. did for a living. I know. How about when Ronnie assigned people to live up there with Jack, like the postman? Oh, my God. Man. Yeah. <laughs> what are you doing, Ronnie? He yeah. Didn't, he didn't care. Just go upstairs and live there. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Tell him I said to come on up. <laughs> it was like the first uh, bed and breakfast in Buffalo. Yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah. You know, 107 you know, Abbott. Yeah, right. Uh, the, back in the day when, um, you know, Ronnie lived upstairs with Jane, and it was an intercom. Uh, the Bevador was there. Remember the Bevador? No. Oh, my no. God. Really? Yeah. So there was only one door that leaded into the place. That's, um, and there was a line to get in. So anyway, blah, blah, blah. Um, one day we're out in front drinking, me, Head, Dominic, the whole crew. And it's like 4th of July, and I get a, whole, a hold of all these uh, M80s, right? Yeah. So we're blasted and start lighting them, and I'm throwing them at everybody, right? Yeah. And they go, oh, I'm 
hilarious today, you know. <laughs> and all of a sudden, the trunk's opening. I'm reaching in and getting them. Next thing I know, I'm in the trunk. And the thing's down. Yeah. So I'm locked in the trunk. Head, head took me and literally threw me in the trunk and locked <laughs> me in the trunk. Right? So now, I got the keys on me. Oh, no. How am I going to get out of the trunk? No right? way. Yeah, so I'm like, head, you asshole. I'm going to kill you when I get out of here. You're so dead. And then Jane is upstairs yeah. watching yeah. the whole thing. Yeah. And she goes, Ronnie, that uh, Eddie Haskell kid, <laughs> he uh, put Mike Bean in the trunk. <laughs> he can't get out. So what you call it? Uh, uh, Ronnie yeah. comes down and puts his little hand through the, the back seat. Oh, <laughs> and I gave him the keys. And that's how he got me out of here. It was like this, this little, little, this little, little guy from um, <laughs> the, the spaceship comes out. <laughs> this little tiny hand oh, and I put man. my keys in it. <laughs> And those anniversary parties too. There was always those mutants that showed up that that, that he knew them, but nobody else knew them. Oh my God! What was there the? Remember the? What was it? The, the guy's name was Ronnie, and he looked like they worked at a junkyard. <laughs> oh yeah, and I loved him. Oh, those were the guys that were tearing down Republic Steel. Yeah, yeah, and then I got in a fight with them. The yeah. one night they were all blasted. I'm, and then um, those Saturdays when you bartended, yeah. there'd be no one in there till two in the morning. You know, everyone's yeah. out at the lake or something. Yeah. You know. And um, they come in and they're they're drink they're blinded. One's super fat and a, a couple of them and they start gabbing and start you know busting my balls. Yeah. And I oh I want pictures. We want pictures of fucking teeth. They're gonna drink out of these with straws. Right. I'm like, nah, I'm, I don't think we're doing that. No, <laughs> it's not happening, right? So it gets back and forth, back and forth. Now it's Ronnie comes in. I go, here's your friends. Here's your friends. They've been waiting for you all night, <laughs> right? And um, I come around to the thing, and the fat kid won't let me out of the bar, right? <laughs> so I'm like, oh, my God, I'm mm-hmm. going to get my ass kicked right here. Yeah. So actually, I fought pretty good. <laughs> I was like, oh my God, I'm actually winning against these guys are pretty drunk. You know? And <laughs> we go, um, so this is the worst part. Walk outside, they're following me out of there, and I want to get to my car. I got that Cadillac. Right? Yeah. And I don't. I'd rather take a beating than get the car beat up. Yeah, right? uh, of course. So I'm in the middle of the street pushing this fat guy away from me, you know, and trying to get to the car and pull away, you know. And all of a sudden, the cops are across the street on this porch. And, you know, I'm not saying, hey, anything. I just want to get in the car and leave. And all of a sudden, I'm in a chokehold, right? The, the Ronnie, the junkyard oh, guy, yeah. Ronnie's, Ronnie's, Ronnie's <laughs> Yeah, yeah. He's got me in this chokehold, and I'm, it's like he knows what he's doing, you know. <laughs> I'm like, holy shit, that hurts. You know, I'm like doing this thing. Stop, stop. So um, all of a sudden, a cop comes over from the thing, and he goes, get off of him or I'm going to spray you. And Ronnie, for Zika, screams, no, don't do that to Ronnie. I go, and I'm like this. He finally lets me. I go, you son of a bitch. I can't believe you're... What oh, is, my God. well, you got yourself a Ronnie, uh, you know. And, and those people, like, even when I showed up there, they had that, what was it, Bill and Fran. They, 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 they thought they were, like, the fucking prince and princess oh and my the gosh. biggest yeah. scumbags you ever oh, meet. Yeah. Oh, I, I'll tell you what, there was one, uh, you know how big St. Patrick's Day is in town. And um, Ronnie Forsica <laughs> was designating Fran to be my help that day. And while she walked down the street and got in this mini skirt and came back to Stanky's. I remember that. And she says, I'm going to be working with you tonight. Like, a nightclub here. <laughs> like, oh, no, you're not. 
<laughs> You're fired. Yeah. And, oh. and who was that other broad with the blue cheese? Uh, oh, Bobby. Oh, Bobby. But now, Marky, was- this lady, she had literally probably no teeth. And <laughs> she was, like, accepted by the, this owner that she... These people were great. I'm pretty sure because she had a penis. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. He, the three, no, they, they served him. They served him. She, she was handy. So, like, remember the, ba- the girl's bathroom looked like, like uh, some country barn, you know, with the doors and shit? Yeah. Whenever they would break, she would fix them. So oh. that's, he, 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 oh, okay. he, he was a use for them. That's what he, it wasn't because he liked them. It was something that he could get out of. Oh. And then, and, and, um. What you call it? She was just, that day. She had just finished putting up the new uh, stall doors on the um, the bathroom, right? And then you know, she's naturally um, he would give her a few drafts, and then you're, <laughs> for those people that you're their, their whole world. That was it. That was gold. Yeah, yeah, Beverly Hillbilly song. Yeah. And yeah. you guys got into it with her once, right? Well, yeah, that was um, the one where. Oh my God, yeah. Um, I forgot we didn't tell this one. Uh, we came in there after a day on Jim Barnes's boat, and it was uh, Dominic Cello was there, Rick Maloney, and Bobby, and whoever her boyfriend, I don't remember his name, he worked at Ford or something. Um, so anyway, start uh, sitting there, and Ronnie had the, the air conditioner that never worked when it got, like, crazy hot <laughs> and so he's hey how you doing and he was oblivious to it it was just like he he was made for just pretended it was cold in there yeah, yeah oh yeah <laughs> so i said to him um he goes yeah i'm out of here the anniversary party's tonight and i'm like i'm going back to work monday right so um i said well when you leave take the air conditioner because i am freezing right <laughs> And he's like, you're an asshole. And I go, you're an asshole. That thing does not work. It's not working. <laughs> it never works. I go, I can't believe we come in here. It's a waste of time, especially when it's this hot. You're an idiot. And um, so F you back and forth, F you. And then um, Paul Silver is like, oh, come on, you got to stop. No, come on. We're all friends here. We're all friends here. All right. So that uh, aggravation's gone. And then um, he leaves and head goes in and grabs a wing, a raw wing and some blue cheese that had expired like 30 years ago. <laughs> and we're laughing our ass off. And Bobby chimes in, because Bobby is, you know, you got no right doing anything in Ronnie's bar <laughs> and going in his sounds. kitchen and grabbing, and she must have been from like Alabama or yeah. something. She's oh, probably, definitely. You, know, and, uh, <laughs> you got no right. You know, so now she and Head, we're all laughing at her, and that makes her even madder and more attractive. <laughs> and then she's grabbing it. They're going back and forth, back and forth, and pounds it on the bar, and it comes out and goes on peanut shorts. And he's like, these shorts are worth more than your house, you ugly thing. You know? The guy just offended her. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's just telling her we're all friends, lock it off. And I was like, hey, where did all that friendship go? You know, it went right out the window there. And then, so, like I said, everyone is like, you know, when a baby cries and you're starting to catch your breath, we're all like, anyway, everything dies down and Dom Chell looks down at her and he goes, are you seeing anyone right now? <laughs> How great was Dominic? Yeah, great. <laughs> you know, and um, he oh. was, it was always perfect timing. Yeah. You know, and then she screamed at him and stomped out of there and ran into his car. He had a little car and it rolled into the middle of the street and he looks at me and he goes, I guess that's a no. <laughs> 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 I mean, yeah. at that place, 
was that those 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 were the stories where you went in there and you know I'm mad at him for the air conditioner and he ended up having a riot. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> you know oh, yeah. what I mean? You don't even know about you. Now, I, I'm not even remembering. I'm sweating by right. now I'm in there anymore. <laughs> now, Mike, speaking of Dominic and his great lines, tell tell the story about your partner, your partner Patrick, uh, Patrick Reed. Oh God. This. <laughs> yeah, well, Pat was going out with this girl. And Pat's father worked at um, um, uh, Amon A's. He was a carpenter, right? Great guy. World War II vet, everything. So he gets a, a bicycle built for two out of Amon A's. I mean, probably, you know, a discount or whatever. So one day I'm picking up Dom, Dominic and, uh, and Head, or no, Dominic and Tommy Vivian, and we're riding up. I had a 71 Mustang. We get to Stevenson and Cumberland, and we're looking, and all of a sudden, here he comes with his latest girlfriend up the street on the bike, right? And Don's like this, oh, my God, this is too good to be true. <laughs> he goes, this doesn't happen, you know, this just doesn't happen. Yeah. You know, and, he, and Don used to always put his finger in his mouth when he was talking. Yeah. Oh, my gosh, I can't believe it. I can't believe it. And then Tommy Vivian's like, oh, my God, he's going to pay for this. Yeah. So... They get up to the car, and Dom goes, just pop the brake. Just pop the brake, you know, let it move a little. And there they go, right by. I let the car just jolt a little, and there you go by and lose control of the bike, and they're laying on the front lawn. (laughs) (laughs) She she gets up, you're an asshole. You're such an asshole. And Rito, he never screams at anyone. He doesn't – I've never seen him scream at anyone unless you really force him. And he says, gets up. He's got grass stains all over his knees. Is this what you wanted? <laughs> Are you all happy now? Is this is, this is this is fun for you guys? It w- must have been a riot for you, huh? And then Dominic Joe looks at me and goes, "Don't do it again." Yeah. <laughs> Don't ever do it again. You know, he just drove off, laughing. And la- I tell you what, I uh, it was so much fun. I always oh, had man. so much fun. And oh my god! Oh. There was the one time. Uh, Dominic was living with me and Ramona, and every Sunday I'd be massively hungover and go home to my parents' house and do my wash, right? And so I no sooner get to the house, and the phone's ringing, right? And my mother answers the phone. She goes, what do you want? He just left the house. What possibly could... He goes, oh, I rolled over in bed. He wasn't there. <laughs> You're sleeping with that Italian? <laughs> I go, Mom, he's an idiot. <laughs> I know he's an idiot. Oh, my God. <laughs> and you guys, got, you guys got a good chit-chat story, I've heard. Oh, oh my lord! Now people yes. that don't, Marky Ch- Club Chit Chat was like the, the the scummiest strip club ever. I I never I never attended, but it had yeah, beautiful yeah. carpeting it, on the walls. Yeah, yeah, you exactly. couldn't beat it. And I'll, I'll just I'll just start it out by saying this: I I always enjoyed riding in Mr. Bean's cars <laughs> because he always had the latest, nicest luxury automobiles going. Right, so. He and I decide, oh, we're bored. We're, what are we going to do? Why don't we take a ride over to Chit Chat? And that's what we do. And we go over there and we have our drinks. And we're, we get pretty, uh, you know, not, not terribly, but we, we've, got, we've got our fill. Yeah. And we're getting ready to leave. <laughs> go ahead, Mike. You can take it from there. He takes over the realm, you know, the steering. Yeah. And we're shooting down Clinton. We get the Bailey. Yeah. And make the right and all of a sudden I'm looking and there's like 
it looked like you know someone got murdered. The yeah. cops were all over the place. They got in front of us at Seneca and Bailey from both directions, and cars came up from behind. So we were surrounded by four patrol cars. Yeah. And, and I, I just looked over, and I go, did, did you rob a bank? Yeah. <laughs> what did you do? Did you kidnap someone? Get what out of I go, you better... Uh, <laughs> Start dropping your brother's names real quick, because I'm not they going all, to jail. They were all out of their cars with guns drawn. And uh, that Westbrook goes, O'Neal's. And he, and he goes, holster your guns. <laughs> you know, uh, uh, his brother, are, his brothers are cops. So the I whole see. thing was like gone in five uh, yeah. seconds. So, so you figure you'd go home? No. no well, yeah, well, but <laughs> the thing is, I, I I had him come over to the window and I said, "Excuse me, officer, could you please tell me?" I mean. Why were we stopped? Now, we're coming out of this neighborhood, which is not the best, with this gleaming Cadillac. <laughs> and he leans over and he says, you want to put your damn headlights on? We're <laughs> <laughs> like ghost riders. See, I thought that the car automatically turned the headlights on, but it was an older car, but it... It didn't have that feature it, at it, the it time. It did have that feature. You probably oh. turned it off. <laughs> I was this close to going to jail because of your yeah, stupidity. Yeah. <laughs> oh, boy. And, and, you know, I talked to people, and one of the things when I first met you, they always said the, the catchphrase was, uh, Bean, get the car. Oh, yeah. Oh, always. Yeah. Always. <laughs> you, were, you were the wheel yeah. man. You were right, happy so, to be yeah, that guy. Yeah, oh, yeah. Always. Always, yeah. yeah. We, we were at Kohl's one night. And I'm sitting down at the bar, and I'm talking to Rick Maloney, and I'm not going to mention it was Al was up uh, in the balcony. You know the balcony up there? Mm -hmm. Yeah. And we're <laughs> talking. We're having a good time. There's about six of us there, right? I just bought – I had a, a brand-new Ford LTD with the Landau roof. Wow, <laughs> fancy. Sharp, fancy, schmancy. <laughs> and um, what you call it? So uh, sitting there talking and blah 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 and all of a sudden i look up and there's the al with somebody by their ankles hanging them over <laughs> the balcony yeah over right the, and, yeah. and i all i hear is get the car <laughs> <laughs> and i like move i like basically don't even say goodbye to who i'm talking to i go right out get the car and i come around the block to where the kitchen, the back, the kitchen door was, yeah. and you hear all the pots and pans flying, and then like four or five of them all diving into the car, pulling away, and I'm just, I'm right. Dave Bochel was involved, he was around, and I'm screaming, I can't do this every weekend. I'm sick of it. We're always running from something. I can't do it. I can't do it anymore. And then they were all calling me like a wuss and everything. You know, I settled down. It wasn't a big deal. Yeah, you're, you're running out of the kitchen of coals, yeah. knocking pots and pans over. Well, that happened on Woodside, too. Remember when you had to uh, use the fob to light up oh, your... Oh, yeah, yeah. We were, uh, we were at um, Chuck, Charlie O'Brien's, Mark Goodspeed's bartending. And, you know, Michelle's over there. They think they had, like, two kids. At the t and there was a baby involved. But there was a house next door where they were just partying all the time so the kids couldn't sleep. So Mark's over there, and me and him are sitting there, and Billy Vivian's there. And we say, yeah, let's take a ride over there and just, you know, I'll do anything with Billy Vivian. He's my balls. I ain't yeah. going to, you know, I, I wasn't going to take care of it. Yeah. So we walk over, we ride over there, pull up, and I had that um, um, club for oh. the steering wheel. Oh, yeah. 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 And so Billy's like, looks at it and 
takes it apart, and he's like, this will do. So Give, yeah. Yeah. And, I, and I'm like. Gives me half oh, of it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I'm like, I'm just like the guy. I'm the, I'm the driver. And uh, so we walk over and, um, the, and knock on the door, and all these guys come down. There's like five or six of them. Oh, my God. And they're God. out, and Billy's got them standing in a row, and he's going, our friend lives next door. Yeah, yeah. And his kids can't sleep. Yeah. <laughs> and this is the last time I'm coming over yeah. here. Right? <laughs> and then all of a sudden, it's like over with, and I'm like, my knees are like, you know, yeah. you know if he's not going to be able to take six. He's oh, gotta, I'll be rolling around on the ground with that club <laughs> up my throat. Yeah. So we're walking away, and I had the alarm put on the car. You know, it was boop, boop. And then you're, who are those guys? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the next day they were partying again. It was all over with. Seems like strip joints are always coming up here, Mr. Bean. It's always been uh, a very big downfall for me. <laughs> I always hated them. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I know. I remember you never wanted to go in there. Yeah. I really loved uh, um, a guy at work um, that he go. Where'd you go this weekend? You know what I mean? He, and I'd say, uh, solid gold. And all of a sudden, they started calling me Chris. I don't know why they're all calling me Chris. It's his name, right? You're not using my name at those places, are you? How about, Mike, how about the one down in Key West? Oh, my God. The little, uh, we had those uh, mopeds. Yeah, we rented them. They were parked out in front till like 4.30 in the morning. <laughs> and then you were leaving. Like you guys on mopeds. Like we were tough guys. Yeah. Get on our mopeds. Yeah. They were our hogs. Uh, Do you have a condo down there? We got one um, where Karen Jackson and them all stay. uh, You know they stole it from you, right? What? They they put their name on the lease. Yeah. yeah. You should have been there. (laughs) All right. So I've been going down there since I was about 18. Everything started when I was 18. And then go down there and Nancy and Karen would invite me every year. You know, and it was a lost week. I mean, my God, got no reason to be sitting here. And uh, so anyway, for uh, the next couple of years, they, they invite me down, invite me down. Well, about a year or two ago, they're like, there's one for sale. Quit mooching office. So I bought a, like a one bedroom, you know. Yeah. And I'm like, oh, who's going to what the fuck? I'll give it to somebody. So I had tell them, I go, you know, I'll sign it over to them because you got it for the rest of your life. Right. She had me. Down in St. Petersburg City Hall, her and Nancy, within like 15 seconds of when I told them they could have it. <laughs> I think they over. put something in my drink. They were like, had my hand and they're signing shit. Right? And then, how about this? We go, this year, can't go. So we had a store of the week. They, they, I don't even exist. <laughs> I, she had to do it. I go, it's already yours. It is hilarious down there because KJ runs the show. She's the mayor. It's like everything. I was down there, and Steve Geiser forgot his medicine. I don't know what his affliction was, but he needed some medicine. I said, the pharmacist. Yeah, and he was panicking. I said, all you've got to do is tell Karen. Well, Karen starts asking everybody in the complex, and then she goes, Steve, I got it for you. Oh, it's a trip. Yeah. Hey, Remember you, when you banned me from going down there during one of our breakups? Yeah. <laughs> you didn't deserve it. You weren't. You were, no. I, I felt that that was a good punishment for the time. I, I didn't think you deserved to be there. In our oceanfront view. Yeah, I know. And somebody said that... 
beating you guys got loaded up one night and you got caught wearing Mike's girlfriend's clothes or something? Yeah, I tried to fit into those babies. Yeah. <laughs> she was a skinny little thing. <laughs> what do they think of the cell puffle guys down there? Down at like uh, at, at the place, they they just like sit around and watch us uh, harass each other. <laughs> you know what I mean? There's, I mean, the form of niceness with South Buffalo people is the more you you're meaner to them, the more you love right. them. Yeah, yeah. right. Anger. You know, we were down there, and a dozen of us went to uh, dinner. And you know what? I, oh, I, God. I, you know what? That's I a ridiculous it. thing to do. <laughs> Sharing food with some. Oh, try this. Try this. I didn't order that shit. I ordered my own stuff. And they're all I try and share. That's where that, that COVID started from. <laughs> but you know what? Mike likes to go to chain restaurants. I'm, 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 not, I'm not for it. I'm with you. And, and he, he, always, he always picks on me because... Yeah. I don't go to chains. Last time I was at um, uh, the Olive Garden, and yeah. I said, uh, you know Mike O'Neill? <laughs> oh, he's not allowed in here. <laughs> can't have endless amounts of bread, stupid. Uh, you got kicked out of the Olive Garden? I, no. I won't allow him in there. Yeah. <laughs> Mark? Go to, like little places like with four tables. Yeah. Mark has a good point about chains, though. Tell, tell him. With- oh, yeah, because you can complain. <laughs> oh yeah! Oh, oh yeah. yeah! Oh, that's why you but, like them. Yeah. Go to my. I come here, I, you know, or go anywhere else. You're like, no, it's just fine. Everything's good. Okay. <laughs> when you're at the chain, I'm like, fuck this. <laughs> <laughs> I won't stand for yeah, it. Right? It's like, go talk, call the Aussie guy from out back and tell him to come down here or give it to me now. <laughs> yeah. The minestrone doesn't have any noodles. Yeah. yeah. Uh-huh. Everywhere else, I'm like, no, no, you're perfectly fine. Because they're going to be like, Mark was here. Right. And that, he was screaming <laughs> about the soup That's like our cold. favorite, me, Kinger, and my father go there all the time. The uh-huh. Olive Garden? Yeah. Really? Always, yeah. Do you remember the in fact, place? In fact, it's Kinger's turn next time. Mike, do you remember the place down in Key West that we ate? We ate from all the time. It was the Jamaican place. It was called Jamaican Me Hungry. <laughs> <laughs> it was. I, I ate there like idea. every every day. <laughs> you know, I, tell them the story about our trip to Washington when somebody stepped on Mills's foot. Oh my God. <laughs> so. I got the car, the, the Cadillac. I bought it from uh, Boss McCarthy. It had like 16,000 miles on it. It was a boat, and it just floated. So we took a ride down to Washington. Pat Gould was down there. Yeah. And, John uh, Fisher jo- was running a bar. Right. Right? And we get all the way down there, and we get in the place, and John, it, it's, it's like 150 degrees. It out. was. It was like, I wanted to get back in the car and go put home. I was yeah. like, this is crazy. We're going to cook. So... John Fisher's taking great care of us, everything, and the, uh, the ride was forever. I don't know if we made right. a wrong turn or, right. yep. or whatever, and, and then we get in the place, and we're all settled in, and all of a sudden, someone steps on Mills's foot, and he goes, yes, that's it for me. I'm done. <laughs> <laughs> so he, he walks back to the hotel. On the way, he picks up a, a case of beer. We return hours later to see him like uh, yeah. Papillon. Yeah. Yeah. Well, we walk in a room. I go, oh, he must be sleeping. He goes, no, I'm over here. <laughs> he goes, yeah. <laughs> he, he says, follow the light of follow, the cigarette. Yeah, follow the light. Yeah. He was sitting there at the round table, yeah. smoking in the dark yeah. and drinking. You know. So, I mean, social distancing is a gift from God for that <laughs> yeah. man. Oh right? uh, yeah. What what can what, how many cars have you had? Oh my God. Three hundred. Yeah, at least. Yeah. At least. It was always been my downfall. I always had to have a nice, I always had to have a nice car. 
Probably Mark, like 15 or 20. Mark, what, what he, he showed up at my house when I lived with my parents <laughs> one time. Your father. Yeah, and he's, he's got a Chrysler New Yorker, right? And again, another sweet car with a Corinthian leather, right? Well, it had, well, yeah. It was so, like it was like a the the cloth seating and it was uh, like being I, in a coffin. I know. <laughs> so what what happened? You pulled up and what did my father <laughs> say? My father was sick at the time. Yeah. I, and I, he I, goes, "Nice car. What are you doing here?" <laughs> <laughs> and then yeah. remember he won the money? Oh yeah, yeah. He won yeah. the money in the Canadian lottery. Yeah. So yeah, my, my father, wait a minute. What? Yeah. yeah. My father hit uh, five numbers out of six in the Canadian lottery. And he, you know, it was significant that he couldn't bring it over the border. And Jim Kelly, the sports writer, who is my uncle, he, he has some of the Sabres, <clears throat> excuse me, to help bring the money over. Mules. Right? They so were mules. That he, he didn't have to be taxed on it and, and whatnot. Well, Mike finds out about it, and he calls my father at home from Stanky's. Right? What is he <laughs> Oh, Mr. O'Neill, my parents threw me out, and we're having a big fight, and I got nowhere to stay, and he's going, who is this? <laughs> I go, Mike Bean. Who is Mike, Mike Bean? Go sell crazy somewhere else. I got enough going on here. This guy was great. Every time I see him, hey, Mike, how are you? What do you want? What are you doing? <laughs> oh, I yeah. He used to come in Stanky's, sit at the end of the bar, and I'd be sitting next to him, yeah. and then the whole family there, all the kids, you know. So yeah. each, each, there's a different chapter each there. And I'm like, quite a, quite a thing you got going here with these, <laughs> these kids. <laughs> what was your favorite car? Oh, the Caddy. Yeah, you the big Caddy. Caddy. Yeah. I took it off. I had it for like 10 years. Oh I took it off God. the road every year. Thing was gorgeous. I treated it like it was alive. Yeah, no kidding. <laughs> <laughs> I know, I know. I know You're my yeah. baby. <laughs> You're my baby. <laughs> Always with the goddamn police, the, the fireman <laughs> dogs. You used to do something when when I met you, just to screw with Stanky. You used to turn the heat up in the bathrooms. Loved it. I had <laughs> explain I had, this. <laughs> explain this to me, because this, this is hilarious to he me. He had a base heater in there, and he took the knob off of it, so you couldn't turn it with your hand. And then remember how cold it was getting there? Freezing we're freezing in there. In there. <laughs> and then and that place was great too. Once you got the heat up, oh, it yeah. was too hot. Oh, <laughs> you were like in Florida. Yeah, I you know? exactly. And I grabbed, a, um, my father had a ton of tools, and I grabbed a needle nose, and I kept it in um, my car, the glove compartment. Every Saturday when during the winter, I go in there and turn it all the way up. <laughs> and, and, People would come in and be like, it's super hot in there. <laughs> go touch it. <laughs> Fuck him. Yeah. <laughs> oh, my God. He, Ronnie did not want to spend anything. I mean, he no. was as frugal as they came. How about the day he took? Remember, it was like the rug behind the bar, and yeah. it would be all sticky yeah. from everything all over. Like you were at a porno theater or something. <laughs> <laughs> and, and he would he put it outside one day, and I'm out there. And he's got the hose, and he's going, "Yeah, I don't. Yeah, they're supposed to clean these. I can clean this." <laughs> he comes in and gives a, a bunch of the regulars their drafts and shit. Goes back out. It's gone. <laughs> <laughs> Someone stole it. Yeah. You guys probably threw it out. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I was like sitting at the, the end of the bar like this. <laughs> See, Ronnie was a guy that always came in back into the bar too. Like, do you think that was because he was cheap or because he had to keep his eye on you guys? 
Uh, it's Why just, he came back into the bar? Every oh, single night. He closed oh, every night. Oh, yeah. He didn't trust he, anybody. He, yeah. No, yeah. he didn't trust anybody. Until and, the end, when he knew. Yeah. Well, he started, uh, I, I finally, after working there for, I don't know, eight, eight, I was there for 25 years, <laughs> yeah. but it took, it probably took 20 years before I got him to not come in. What, and what? I said, Ronnie, when you come in, no offense, but the place empties out. I said, so why don't you just let me stay here? I can close the place. Yeah. He, w- he was tough, but in his later years, he would stay he, home. You and, know, as much as he, much he of worked a, hard, though. As, yeah, he did. He was he did. a hard you got working it. I mean, what, 1975, and when he died, he yeah. was still had the bar. Yep. So how many years? 30, 40? Yeah. One in a bar? That's yep. a long shift. He put yeah. in a and lot of time. especially when everyone's... We, we, we never really were uh, late on him. Oh, we tortured him. Are you kidding me? <laughs> you, it took two years to get the bar top. And then um, it was like maybe somebody lost their muffler in the parking lot. And I was like, if I lose that, I swear to God, this the, is going to say bean on the front of it. If I lose a muffler in there. The Lonergans <laughs> hung him on a hook one day. Yeah, yeah. Do you remember yeah, that? Yeah, <laughs> And he'd always come back for more. I mean, but he, 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 I can't say that when he was in there. He you he would dish it right back. Oh yeah, you. Oh, he didn't he like cry good. or shut up. Oh, right at the end he cried. Yeah. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. He was, well, that, it was tough that at was, the end. It's it's falling apart. Well, yeah. Well, I mean, <laughs> I can't yeah. do this. I'm broke. The one day when I'm the one day I'm bartending and I turn around, and uh, go to the kid. I go, well, how much does Ronnie owe you for the paper? And he he's got braces. He goes, no, I want a Coors Light. I go, you know, what do you say? You ain't getting no Coors Light. Wait till Louie comes in. I ain't doing that. You know, and then you can just see Ronnie like that uh, in Wonderful Life. Hey, I'm making ba- angels. I'm making angels. You know? He's go in a basement and he'd have like that Burger King crown on, taking all that money down. Those kids spent money. Oh, my God. He had his laboratory in the oh, basement. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that was I love that. He had the... He had the empty bottles of yeah, yeah. of Crown yeah. with, and then the funnels. Yeah. Remember Jimmer Hayes yeah. took all of them one day, all the fake ones, and put them in a bottle oh, in, yeah. a, in yeah. the sink and hit them with the, 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 uh, a hammer. Well, yeah. <laughs> Cracked them all up. That's better than shooting them. Mike, yeah. Mike's told that story on previous <laughs> yeah, episodes. Yeah, yeah. How about when Billy, uh, the one where the perfect shot went right through the 12? Yeah, yeah. 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 He, we talked yeah. about that one, too. Yeah, that was on a uh, previous episode. Uh, yeah. Yeah. But you know another good one was when they put the snake in the, the fucking toilet. Oh, remember that? I, never, I wasn't there for that. Oh yeah, that was uh, Billy Vivian did that, and I remember Turk Schroeder went in the bathroom to take a piss. Yeah. And he came screaming out of the bathroom. Oh my God! There's a snake coming out of the toilet. He put a python. Yeah. It wasn't just like a little snake. Wait, it was, was a that fucking the one from cops. Yes. No way. No. 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 <laughs> no. It, it, it wasn't that the one that he grabbed from there. I don't no? know. I don't know. Found it somewhere. Oh. What, what but he, he opened the mouth of it and yeah. set it in there perfectly. Yeah. So if you went in to take a piss, you'd be like, Jesus Christ, yeah. you'd think it was alive. Oh, it's dead. And, yeah. <laughs> and, and he would, whenever he did things like that, he, he'd just like, <laughs> yeah. Oh. He'd just like walk out. Oh, my yeah. God. That right, snicker. Put his, put his shirt up over himself. Yeah. I'm invisible. I'm invisible. <laughs> <laughs> what was the straw that broke the camel's back? You getting fired then? For me? Yeah. It was basically near the end. Um, he, was, he was down. I mean, when when he got caught 
and they, they came in and took Louie out of there. That said, was the end of it for him. And yeah. then they you took him I mean? to ECMC. Yeah. yeah right Wait there. a minute. I'm not going to hurt myself. Yeah. Oh, you already saw the right. Terry. You're, you're yeah. going. Yeah, that was it. And then that was it. That was at the end of it for him, I think. Yeah. You know? And then he was um, the one day he always had it in his mind. Um, Donnie Geary worked every other Friday uh, we worked. And during the summer, he would flip because he was $25, right, for the shift to pay the person. And I walk in there one day, and um, he says, I can't have Donnie tonight. I'm going to work it myself. I go, well, then, okay. So what you're going to get is you're saving $25, and no one's going to come in here while you're working. Ronnie, no one wants to listen to you, your, your problems. Yeah, I go, I can't. I'm not going to lie to you. So, and then from there on, it got to me, and he's, he, he let me go because the $25 was yeah. crushing him. Really? Yeah. I remember when he was going to get rid of Donnie, and he goes, let me tell you something right now. I'm going to light, light this fucking place on fire. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. So then he kept working there. <laughs> yeah, uh, um, that's when, remember when Patrick Smith would show up and Donnie hated him? Oh, my God. Patrick, was... come on in. I'll slap the shit out of you. Yeah. I'll just no, slap you all over the place. No, the, here's the line. Now, Patrick, my, uh, my cousin, I love him to death. He's great. But you know what? He would get a little bombed, so Donnie didn't want him in his sh- on his shift. So Patrick <laughs> walks in the door, and Donnie Geary goes, Patrick, I'm going to give you three seconds. And Patrick went, five. <laughs> <laughs> then he called Mike to get in. <laughs> Donnie Geary's working. You're not oh, my God. Anywhere. I almost wiped I my was pants. there that day. I've never seen anyone get knocked out by getting punched in the chest. <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and me and my buddy were playing, like, the golf game in the corner, yeah. and we were younger yeah. still. And it, there was, like, this hero guy who was like, hey, Donnie, settle down. Oh, he smacked him, too. Oh, yeah. He yeah. smacked him fresh. He went down. So then, uh, yeah, there was no, there was no telling him what to do. No, you're not gonna. <laughs> no, no, you're not gonna tell Donnie what to do, right? No, not at all. That so, place was so but it, you don't, you don't see places like that anymore. I mean, you, you, we, you know, we, we tried to do things like that, and we just didn't have the balls or the muscle. Yeah. You, and then you, you, this is a nice, clean establishment, which yeah. is yeah, great. Oh, yeah, it's, it's, I mean, you've had many, fair. you've had many endeavors. You do what? You owned houses. Yeah, you, yeah. you drove the buses the whole time. What yeah. made you get in the bar business, even after all the debauchery? I, I, I don't know. It was like my mother was sick at the time. And uh, she said, she's like, uh, you always wanted a bar, you know, and uh, I had the money. So I got involved and it has a, it, you know, it's not like crucifying or anything. Every, every, everything works. Billy does a great job in the kitchen. Rito's uh, does all the financing and stuff like that. I'm the groundskeeper. Yeah, you know, yeah. and I get a free drink. Right. <laughs> you know, yeah, my so. daughter goes by here and she goes, yeah, oh, there's, and there's and jelly bean. Right. Yeah. Jelly yeah, bean. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah uh, Pat, Pat told her that. And then, like, um, all Rito's kids uh, grew up here, but you can't duplicate Stankies. Never, never. Well, be able to... you know, this place is wonderful. And, you know, Mike, thank you. He's given both of my sons a job here, and it's worked out well. But, yes, I mean, Stankies was the wild, wild oh west. Oh, yeah. yeah. You know? the, only thing, the only thing that even slightly reminds me of uh, Stankies is Molly's. Yeah, and, and it's just bit. because of, and then it's just, and it, it's not, it's still camp, but it's it's got all the nut jobs in there. Yeah, yeah. you know what I mean. Like, I miss when, those when, guys. With so Kinger, yeah, yeah, I do too. Yeah, Bigly Kinger got the name for all of them. You know, batteries yeah. not included, and yeah. oh, you know, uh, yeah, yeah. Uh, um, the one guy Tim comes Foyle in with his pajamas hat. with the pot. Yeah. 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 
<laughs> you know? Yeah. He tells me the one day, I go, well, who are you going to the concert with? He goes, tinfoil hat. Yeah. yeah. I go, what? <laughs> you? I said, look at how you've fallen. Yeah, yeah. You now hang around with batteries not included. Yeah. Tinf- <laughs> you were playing yeah, golf with yeah. fucking dignitaries. Now you're... <laughs> Insane. Now look at you. Yeah. Oh, you got to love Ray. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's great. Well, you guys actually, during the COVID and stuff, you started exercising a lot. Yeah, well, he started, uh, I went over there, uh, I was swimming out at LA Fitness, and then um, I was like, well, I did all that shit, I'm not going to, you know, do nothing. So I started walking around there, and then Ray said he was going to take advantage of not drinking. And he's been walking three miles a day over there. So what are you guys watching people get blown over there or what? Uh, you know what? I'm kind of upset. I haven't been hit on. I haven't been hit on. How ugly can you be not to get hit on at South Park Lake? By the way, the two of you look great. Thank you. Thank you. We're going clothes shopping next week. Isn't it, isn't it funny? Like you see someone and you're like, oh, the they, they really look good, and most times in our neighborhood, it's like, you know he's a crackhead now, yeah. huh? Yeah. 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 Like, well, I see him. He's in good shape. He goes, no, that's yeah, yeah, he's smoking yeah. crack. Yeah. So you guys, aren't, you guys aren't smoking crack. Yeah. You're doing it the right way. That's good. Oh, you mentioned Barnes earlier, and uh, someone told me a story about his son. Had, uh, and, Tom, Tommy? Yeah. Oh, and, yeah, uh, yeah. <laughs> it, it, snowman? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that little bastard. He, he, um, he had leukemia. And I think he was only about probably, I want to say, five or six years old. The kid was always tough as nails. Yeah. I mean, he was born an old man, you know. <laughs> and uh, uh, him and so the one day, Head calls me up, and he says, uh, get me out of, I go, me, get me out of here. you got to get me out. I went and got a Christmas tree. The guy had a snot hanging out of his nose, and I, I just need to go out and get, you know, get, a, get some drinks. <laughs> so I said, well, i got a bartender Stanky's. I'll pick you up later. No, no, now. So pull up in the Jeep, and there's Tommy out there, and he's got the mask on. He's bald, you know, and he's making a snowman with uh, Vinny Judge, right? <laughs> and I beep the horn, and they both shoot me the finger. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm like, are you kidding me? Are you kidding me? So, I mean, like, I get out, and I'm chasing them all over the lawn. It wasn't, like, cold out. It was, like, slushy. And Head comes out, and he goes, all right, what the fuck's going on? And I go, you're good. And this animal, they just shot me the finger. I'm trying to kill him. <laughs> They're idiots. Get in the car. So we leave, and we go down to Eddie Brady's and get there, and then we go to Stanky's. We, no one comes in Stanky's the whole night. Yeah. We're in there getting bombed, you know what I mean? So yeah. I'm, we leave there, and I'm coming up to Tuscarora and giggling, and Head's going, what, 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 what? And I'm going, you'll see. And then he goes, what, what are you, you going to do? What are you doing? So I go up the lawn. And run the snowman over. Okay? <laughs> and then the, 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 the carrot is in the grill of the car, right? And now Ed's getting out. He's going, that's not going to work good for me, you know. This isn't going to be good for me. And I'm, like, laughing my ass off, right? And then, um, what you call it? Uh, so, you know, um, he, he told. He told her I did it. <laughs> he, he ratted me out. I think, yeah, he ratted me out. I don't know who's the angrier Mike yeah. now. I don't know. That, that might have taken the cake. He ran over yeah. some yeah. kids then, with leukemia. And, and everyone started to uh, bust the, the snowman. Um, we're hanging at Stanky's, and it said, please leave me alone. Don't run me over and all that. Right? So what you call it? Uh, um Miss uh, Madeline used to send us pictures of Tommy and Jimmy all the time for Christmas. You know, they were always on the fridge. 
And I ran into her about, well, she was mad for quite a while. <laughs> and then, uh, I said to her, where, where were, uh, how come I never got a picture? She goes, we were going to take him next to the snowman. <laughs> <laughs> and then Mrs. Fitch, uh, Jimmy, uh, or Vinnie Judge's mother, Fitz, she wasn't happy with me at all either. <laughs> they worked on that all day. I go, it was slushy out. It wasn't even a real one. It was melting when they were putting it up. Yeah, but it's okay when you put up your Christmas decorations way too early. Oh, here I, we go. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> the Antichrist is here now. <laughs> and I love calling, telling them when they're to, hey, it's, <laughs> it's, it's way too early. I hate it. It's the day before Thanksgiving. Someone's got their tree up. <laughs> Where? Where is it? So, Mike, as you, as you grew up and, you, you know, guys like Mike and them, they started families. So then, you know, you start bartending, doing the NFTA. And then you ended up with what I, I don't know if they call them this, but I've heard that the Beanie Babies. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. I, w- I was getting bored. You were getting bored. So getting you bored. started and hanging then, around with some well, 20-something, 30-something guys? Yeah. And it was fun, but I almost killed myself in the process, <laughs> you know. Like, oh, my God, yeah, I'll drink half that bottle of Jameson, too. <laughs> you know? And then uh, and golfing every Sunday. And then, you know, it was like um, a lot of falling down. <laughs> I did a lot of falling down. I looked like one of those homeless people. You know? I looked like I just, you know, could you tell me where the city mission is? I'm freezing. You know? And then my poor father. My poor father. I mean, my God. You know, I mean, and it was fun. But now it's like now you got now you got six grandkids. Yeah, yeah, right. Yeah, I was just over at Buzz's house the other day, and uh, his kid's uh, name is Henry. And you go, hey, uh, Henry, look, it's Mike Bean. He looks at me and (laughs) (laughs) he knows exactly who I am. So things change, but they don't. Yeah, Yeah. right. And you know, uh, um, uh, when first uh, uh, bought, it was me, me, Rito, and my father sitting in the corner over there. And then one day. He was bartending at Stanky's, and Ricky Finney was sitting there. And then we were, I was blinded. And we were talking to him, and when all of a sudden they started coming in here, and then Buzz didn't want to work at Molly's anymore, so we put him behind a bar, and then... Now voila, you had them all here, voila, yeah. Yep. Voila. And so, the Beanie Babies yeah, were here. Yeah, and then I'm going on trips with yeah. them. And oh, yeah. Else. You know, I look like the... Yeah. <laughs> I was shunned. I was very upset. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and then yeah. they all start getting families. Now you're back hanging out with Mike O'Neill. Yeah. I know. How about that? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. They used you up. Yeah. I yeah. just yeah. feel so cheap. <laughs> <laughs> cheap whore. Um, I'm sure you guys all know my three brothers are in law enforcement. Okay. And uh, this one day, my, my brother... Uh, I don't know if it matters if I mention their names or not, but anyways, Dan is working a district, and he sees a guy on South Park, and this guy, he's he's taking a piss on the street. So my brother stops the patrol car, he picks him up, you know, he takes him to the precinct, and the guy gets cited. You know, he just gets an appearance ticket, and he's released. Later that day, there's a fight up on, I believe, Bailey. And my brother Tim responds, it's the same guy. Now he's in a fight with another guy. Tim arrests him. Now this time, he's got to be detained. He goes to the holding center. My brother Gavin's working the holding center. This guy walks in and, and sees Gavin and goes, 
motherfucker, don't you ever sleep? <laughs> Thought it was the same guy each time. <laughs> oh, shit. Your, your brother helped me out once. Uh, I was working at Stinky's, came home late, and uh, the, the music is blaring next door, and I'm like, Mom, what's going on next door? Ah, don't worry about it. Ah, fuck this. So Danny comes, call call the cops. He's looking at me. He goes, you work at Stanky's, right? I go, yeah. He goes, go get me a chair. <laughs> Gets him a chair. He breaks the window. Jumps in. This, all he's going to do is turn the music down. Walks in. He goes, holy shit, I think this guy's dead. Well, he wasn't dead. He was high on heroin. They turn it down. This goes on forever. Come to find out, this guy got chased out of, and we're talking about strip joints, that Route 5 strip club. He did something in there. They're chasing him across the street. He gets hit by a car or by a semi or something, and he's dead. No. Yeah. Oh, my God. That's my connection. That was, you know what? Now that you mentioned that, another story. That that strip joint was 24 karat gold, right? Mm Mm-hmm. All right, my buddy Kenny Willard, his his first marriage, his wife was Tammy. And they were driving by that place, and she thought it was a jewelry store. And she said, Kenny, how come you never take me there? <laughs> and he was like, oh, well, okay, we can go right now. <laughs> I don't think there's any more strip joints anymore. No, are you sad? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Tell me if you ever heard this one. A buddy of mine said, uh, hey, when you're coming home from a strip club, go get some gas and rub a little gas on your arm or something, and your your wife or your girlfriend won't know that you were at a strip club because you'll smell like gas. (laughs) (laughs) There is a a definite cheap smell when you leave there. (laughs) Well, you usually have those. Drive the bus. You'd be like, oh, yeah, she works there. (laughs) (laughs) She's a worker. (laughs) You know know that smell. It gets in their teeth. You know it. It's right there. You ever hear it called the. It's got to be like I'm a stripper uh, uh, perfume. (laughs) You ever hear it called the shoe show? No. Yeah, the shoe show. Because all they got on is shoes. (laughs) (laughs) That and sparkles. Well, so tell tell us what's around the corner here at uh, Potter's Field, Mike. Well, just waiting to. um, You know, I I, I thought that. the next step was to let people in the bar. Yeah. But you can't go at the bar. You can't stand, you can't sit at the bar at Charlie's, can you? You're, Not when, inside. When, inside. What about at the bar at the outside, the patio bar? Outside, yes. You, you can can't sit there. Sit. You can stand. Stand. Yeah. And you can stand in that spot for as long as you want. I, I guess. Yeah. So, uh, see, well, I'm under the understanding that the bar will open in here. You can approach the bar and get a drink. This is what Rito told me yesterday, or heard yesterday, was that um, if you want to sit at the tables and drink, you can. But you cannot sit at the bar and drink. How's this grab you as a, as a nightclub owner? What's going I, I on? Just, it's, I mean, it's self-sufficient. It's, yeah. I mean, it, and does really well. Billy does great with the food. I mean, it's amazing. It's a stuffy. Um, he, everything, like a lot of it's from scratch. He yeah. makes the blue cheese, uh, all that um, pizza logs, uh, the soup, the soups are crazy, it's crazy good. I mean, and it just shows. I mean, we did so well with the um, takeout during this whole thing, yeah. you know. And then, um, and then it's just like everybody's got their own little task here, you know. I mean, and uh, sometimes, you know, 
it's, you get in an argument, but it's short. It's a good crew. Short lived. It's a good crew. Yeah. It's it's great without people, huh? Yeah. 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 <laughs> right? Yeah. Yeah. Back to normal. Yeah. That. Yeah. I don't know. That's what everybody wants. But I will say, I was talking to someone the other day, and it's not the 9-11 chicken wings of South Buffalo with the takeout. Potter's has been put to the top of the class. I saw that um, thing on Facebook with that guy. That's the first time I've ever laid eyes on him. Who I, I mean, I'm not 9/11. on Facebook. Oh yeah. I never met him. <laughs> I wanted to meet. I wanted Buzz and them took me in there on an afternoon. Yeah. And I and I just heard all those stories about him, and I, I just can't believe. I, I'm like, he gets away with it. I don't know. He made my 70 year old mother stand at the door and wait for yeah. her entire party the one day. I don't know how he stays in business. It, don't, aren't you like jealous? That he gets to be that mean and yeah, there's still I, a fucking line out yeah, there. Yeah, right. It's like, what, why can't I be that mean and successful? There was somebody that I heard has his wife has a classic car. Yeah. And somebody that we know stores that car. Oh, yeah. And he called up and asked for a certain amount of wings and he said, We're not doing that tonight. He goes, Well, okay, your car is going to be in the middle of the street in about a half hour. <laughs> It will never be sponsored by him, so we could talk about him. <laughs> but I'm not allowed in there. Can you believe that? Yeah. From when I was 22. Now, I'll be 40 wow, in October. Can... He remembers. For what? Well, so this guy got into an argument with him, and he told him he was going to throw his head in the fryer. <laughs> and I laughed. He threw me out, and not the guy that threatened his life. Really? Yeah, and I... My wife's always like, let's go, let's go have a sandwich there or something. I'm like, mm, I don't know. Let's yeah. let's try this place. So one day she's like, well, why can't we go here? And then I told yeah. her. And there was also another thing that happened with a past guest, but we're not going to get into it there right now. Yeah. Okay. Another. That's well, okay. Another I'll, just, no, I'll just tell you. Okay. I pushed my girl. It was after I got laid yeah. off by the, the city yeah. after 9-11. And I was upset with Mr. McGurn, and I pushed him. But when I pushed him... <laughs> The owner of 9-11 had this, the biggest tray of beers I've ever seen. Yeah. I mean, it couldn't have worked out any no. better. <laughs> Ray bumps into him. All the beer goes over all over his precious shuffleboard table. And oh. you can't have beer. So then I got thrown oh, out for that. I remember I seen oh. that thing. I got thrown out for that. And then I got back in probably like three years later. I was like, that was like 18 drinking a bar. Uh, and then uh, I was asked to leave again, and I haven't been back since. Joey, Joey <laughs> Parisi, strikes, you're out. Joey Parisi tells a story. He grew up over there on that street and um, ride his bike up there, and there would be a baseball. I don't know who he, what, what team he's, you know, but he would be on his bike looking in the window watching the baseball game. And this is how mean that guy is. <laughs> oh, Shoot, yeah. go. Yeah. yeah, you go now. You know, I mean, like the kid's on a bike. He's a little kid. He's watching the baseball game. Wouldn't you say, hey, come on in. I'll give you a Coke. <laughs> I thought I thought it was it was kind of funny that the, you can't get any wings to go. And then like and now he's pumping them out left and right. And people are still going there. Yeah. So I, I came down. I came to Potter's. Check them out. The, the, the wings are great here. I, I uh, Everyone says that they're, you know, they're, they're, they're the best. Yeah. So, and the way I mean, you got the girls running them yeah, out and everything, it's yeah, been yeah. great. Well, the guys you got in the kitchen are fantastic. Yeah, excellent. Excellent. No? Dog boy's an old friend. He's a good job. Yeah. He's a good guy. Yeah. Does a good job. This was fun. I think everybody needed to have a laugh, and that's what License to Talk is for. for Obviously, sure. check out uh, Potter's Field and come say hi to Michael and say hi to Mike, Michael O'Neill when you see him. And Michael Bean, you are now licensed to talk. Thanks right. so much. It was a lot of laughs, a lot of fun. Thanks, guys. All right.